0: Hidden Treasures of the 119th Psalm. Oh, I love when we get to the 8th verse of a section, and today we get to do that in the 8th verse of the Vuv section. And as we've talked about in these matrix, that the 8th verse... It's kind of like you, you go seven days as hard as you can go, <laughs> and the eighth day God holds you up for a dunk shot. So if we've talked about the, the vuv section and this whole idea, the Hebrew letter vuv being, and there's more, and there's more. And, and so what would the fruit of and there's more and there's more, as, as we've talked about throughout this, and so we get to do that today. And this verse, verse 48 in the psalm itself, in the vav section, the last verse of the vav section says, "My hands also will I lift up unto thy commandments, which I have loved, and I will meditate in thy statutes." So, <laughs> you know, it's it's an interesting thing we talked about yesterday that these commandments that I loved, but here you're taking that even a step further and even more than delighting, as we talked about yesterday, is putting all your power behind it. Is this word that they used, that the psalmist used for hands, really is more than hands. It really means your power. It's more specifically the palm of your hands, which clearly you think about as praise, but this is even more to it. It's like putting all your power to it and Truly, you know, obviously feeling this love that he's talking about. And then, interestingly, he adds, and I'll meditate on the hukum, the the high, hard, very difficult statutes um, of God's word. So things that I don't necessarily understand, a good example of those would be like, you're not supposed to mix wool and flax. Like, that's hard to understand. What exactly does that mean? And so you you got to think about where's the psalmist going with it. I will meditate on thy statutes, and I have an idea on that. But before we get to there, I will lift my hands, right, <laughs> up to thy, you know, commandments. And and so, you know, the Jews tell a neat story about this particular rabbi that was, you know, supposed to blow the um, shofar on Rosh Hashanah, and. The shofar was in this glass case, and it was supposed to happen at such and such a time. And he was so excited about it that when the moment came for him to be able to grab the shofar, he, he, he put his hands through the, <laughs> the glass without even thinking about, oh, man, I need to open that before I, before I blow the shofar. And that, and that idea of like being so wholehearted that you're you, you're just so excited to be able to do this commandment it's it's really something to think about and so the one that i was thinking about myself actually you know as a christian car guy we have the jesus labor of love which is car repair labor for single moms widows and families in crisis and i can remember one time it was like 3 days before christmas and i had gotten this um a request from this person that needed uh their, their car was in their driveway it had been in a wreck and their insurance had lapped, and they had been given single-coverage insurance, but they didn't understand that single-coverage insurance didn't cover the repair of their car. It just covered <laughs> the bank's loss if the car had to be repoed. And so they didn't understand that. They weren't able to make the payments. They still owed money on it, and they couldn't get to work. And, and so they reached out to our ministry, the Jesus Labor Love, and, and I can remember praying, thinking, God, this is going to take something, because this car needs so much work, and I, I can't imagine somebody being willing to um, <laughs> donate all that, not to mention it's in Fort Worth, Texas. You know, I'm in North Carolina. I didn't know a soul in Fort Worth, Texas, and I certainly didn't know a repair shop in Fort Worth, Texas. But I just started to pray, and, and God um, just said, you know, just look around her area and see what's close by. And so the very, very first... <laughs> I'll never, ever forget this as long as I live. The very first body shop I called, which I wish I could remember the name of it. But anyway, it was right there within a few blocks of her house. And I called and I said, you know, this is Robbie Dillmore with the Christian Car Guy Show. And we have a ministry called the Jesus Labor Love to help out single moms and widows and families in crisis. And we need some help with a lady that's in your area. And the lady said, well, hang on, I'll put the owner on for you. And so I was like, okay. So she put the owner on. I said the same thing to him. And then he said, hold on. And he was obviously speaking in a very strong Texas accent. Do you mean to tell me that you talk about Jesus Christ on the radio? (laughs) I thought, oh, this might not be good. But it turned out to be really good. And I said, yes, sir. And he said, Tell me what this woman needs. And so I, I went on to explain, man, her fender is over her tire. Cars, the tire's flat. Her battery has been broken in this accident. And she needs to be able to, get, to ro- get on the road so she can get back to work. And he says to me, I'll never, ever forget it. Talk about God's power. He said, not only will we get her, you know, I'm going to buy a battery. I'll get, her, I'll get that on the road today. And I thought, are you kidding me? Like, he said, no, it's two days before Christmas. You can't outgive God. And sure enough, I mean, that kind of power. That man lifted his hands. (laughs) That was clearly what I would call a mitzvah. This was a man who lifted his hands and all his power. And this lady was driving that very day. And I can tell you that this man delighted. I mean, he delighted to lift his hands for this lady. And it's one of those things that you'll just never, ever, ever forget. And that, like, man, this man was so generous. And because I was just simply obedient, I'm, I got to see God's power in truly one of his servants, right? He lifted his hands <laughs> for sure. And then comes this part of the verse that says, I will meditate on your statutes, you know? So so what, what's up with that? Well, I, I've, I've been praying a lot about that because, you know, King David often mentions these statutes and often asks God to help him. And I'm beginning to think that, that maybe there's more to it. Maybe there's high, hard commandments that he is trying to find out about that he doesn't even know about, right? There are things that God would, would ask you to do if you really listened, really paid attention, you know, like, like this very situation I just described. Like, that was a high, hard thing kind of for me. But if I hadn't really asked God how to do it, it, it just never would have happened, and, and so maybe there's more to these hukum than just the written hukum, but the ones that sometimes he asks us to do, which really seem out of our league. But as I meditate on those and think about it, right, then I can get the power, and he can hold me up where it looks like I had a dunk shot, but it wasn't me. It was, it was him and his power, right? So here we are, and, and again, looking at the fruit of there's and there's more, and there's more. And and God wants to do so much more in all of our lives. But in order to have that happen, I mean, we simply do have to pray, we have to meditate, and we have to be willing to lift our hands. Thank you for joining me today on Hidden Treasures of the 119th Psalm.